0: <laughs> it would help if I turned my camera on, wouldn't it? Hey, how are you doing? This is Craig Beck, uh, the Stop Drinking Expert. And welcome in to another video. Uh, I promise, I've, uh, I've only been on the herbal tea. Uh, so if you're worried about your drinking, you know the score. If you've just stumbled across this channel, you're questioning your drinking, uh, you've started to try and control it by creating silly rules, like I'll only drink on a weekend or I'll only drink on special occasions. Look. I can save you a lot of time and effort just go to the website stopdrinkingexpert.com uh, sign up for today's free quit drinking webinar i will give you a copy of my best-selling book alcohol lied to me as a free gift just for turning up today let's talk about uh, alcohol as a problem for the world is it getting better because it kind of feels like it is doesn't it you know young people these days are less into drinking it was very different when i was a kid you know drinking was seen as a very manly sort of thing a way of you know a rite of passage to get served in the shop and buy some alcohol and drink it the, drinking was seen as a a very testosterone fueled thing i don't think that's the case anymore uh, and it's looked on very differently and you know certainly when i was a kid you know in my late teens if i was walking around and had said oh i don't drink i would have got heckled i would have got abused i would have got called names or, everything. Today, I don't think that happens. I think, you know, there there are so many young people around who understand that this is just poison, and they don't want it. Uh, And so that there's less stigma, which is a fantastic thing. So does that mean that alcoholism as a problem is getting better? And the short answer to that is no, it's getting massively worse. Uh, now, of course, there will there will come a turning point. You know, as these younger people get older, there will be a turning point as the older people, well, not so old in some cases, die. But we're a long way from that. You know, there's, there's no point getting excited about that now uh, because it, it's it's way off. All right. The reason why the problem has got worse is is more to do with the the way we consume and purchase alcohol. You know, if you go back, you know, like 20, 30, 40 years, then you kind of knew who the local town drunk was because you saw him being thrown out of the pub every night. You know, that was pretty much how we consumed alcohol. Certainly when I was growing up as a kid, we had alcohol in the house, but it was very limited. You know, my dad had some whiskey. My mom had some sweet, horrible German Table wine. Uh, And then there was some, you know, a few little things like sherry for Christmas and port for Christmas and things like that. But it it, it really wasn't very sophisticated. And I remember going to the supermarket as a kid with my mom and the alcohol section in the supermarket was like maybe 10% of a row. And all they had in there was a few, maybe five different types of wine. There was a few different types of whiskey and a few spirits and things like that and beer. That was pretty much it. Maybe, Maybe four or five different types of beer. But it was tiny. These days, you go to a supermarket and the alcohol section takes up three, four complete aisles. They have a complete row dedicated to red wine. Red wine from every country of the world. Next one, white wine. Every country of the world. Next one, spirits. Next one, Alco Pops and toffee-flavored liqueurs and all that sort of stuff. It's gargantuan. So something changed at some point. It was probably a slow change, but we changed from drinking alcohol in the pub to taking it home and drinking it in front of the TV. And that was quite a fundamental difference because in a, i mean, if you've been drinking at home for a long time, and then go and have a drink in a pub, you'll be shocked at what you get. You ask for a whiskey and you get a glass with that much fluid in it, and you're thinking, Well, hang on a minute. I've been pouring myself like a quarter pint of whiskey. Is that what it is? That's what that's what a shot of whiskey is. You ask for a double, you get this much, and you're like, That's still half what I would normally pour myself. So we've gone from that restricted, expensive way of drinking to cheap alcohol, generally on special offer, generally run as a loss leader because they know people who come in and spend the money on it. So we drink vastly more alcohol in larger servings with nobody there keeping an eye on us. You know, in a pub, in a bar, if it's a responsible bar, the person behind the bar will say, hey, I think you've had enough, you know. Uh, and also the, there was that, you know, it, it, how do you get home? You can't be getting a taxi home every night. So there was all that kind of disincentive to really drink that much. Now at home, there's, there's no bartender to say, whoa, you know that that's your second bottle of wine. And there's also none of the stigma as well. You know, and this is why women, unfortunately, have caught up with the men this used to be a very male problem it was the guys who had drinking problems and mainly because it was the guys who hung around in pubs you very rarely see women hanging around in there and because alcohol wasn't you know a fixture at home it just wasn't something for women to get involved with you know go back far enough and you're talking 90% male problem now it's indistinguishable it's 50-50 because the stigma's not there You don't need to go into a smoky, dirty pub. You can sit at home on your couch with Netflix on, a couple of bottles of wine on the go. And that's what's happening. So women have caught up with men, and there's no peer pressure, there's no stigma to stop you drinking. You know, you go to the bar every night and drink 10 pints every night, or you have 10 glasses of wine every night, Somebody who knows you is going to have a word, aren't they? They're going to say, look, um, (laughs) you're coming in here and you're drinking this every night. Is everything okay? That doesn't happen at home. That's why you see people sneaking out at like five in the morning to take the empties out. People, um, maybe this is you. Do you have a recycling bin at home? You got to separate the recycling, glass and plastic into different Uh, containers you see it all the time drive down any suburban street five six o'clock in the morning and you see people sneaking out their front door in their pajamas and dressing gown to put the wine bottles out before the neighbors see drive down any suburban street on garbage collection day and look at the recycling boxes they are full to the brim with bottles So, no, the problem hasn't got better, unfortunately. It's got worse. And it was slowly getting worse every year for the last decade. And then something else happened that just threw a whole heap of petrol on the fire, a whole heap of gasoline on the fire, and that was coronavirus, where people were sitting at home at 10 o'clock in the morning thinking, I might have a drink. What's the worst that can happen? Unfortunately, lockdown went on long enough for that to become routine. 10 o'clock, might have a drink. And then the pandemic ended. People had to go back to work, and they found they were sneaking a shot of vodka at lunchtime. So everything got worse with the pandemic. And not just a little bit. The numbers are scary. But this is a problem that we don't talk about. How many times have you heard the mainstream media talking about what a terrible situation we're in with alcohol accelerated by the pandemic? We don't hear about it because people don't want to hear it. People consider it bad news to be told that alcohol is killing people, and it is, but they don't want the bad news. They want the good news. So, look, it's very easy for us as a society as a society to live in this pretend bubble where everything's getting better but that way actually the problem just gets worse all that's happened with alcohol is it's gone underground it's not as visible as it used to be it's happening more and in greater volume than ever before but it's happened it's happening behind closed doors in front of netflix that's the problem and if what i've just described to you sounds like you then it's a wake-up call. Look, it can't go on forever. You can't get away with it forever. At some point, you're going to pay the price. And I don't want that to be at the point where there's nothing you can do. You don't want to be sitting with that doctor who says, I'm sorry about this. You've got liver failure. You've got about six months to uh, to live. And forget about getting a transplant because they don't give transplants to alcoholics. You're going to have to demonstrate six months of sobriety to be considered for a transplant. And guess what? You're not going to live that long. That's not the point you want to take action now is. So I hope that encourages you. Thanks for watching. Um, Just a little reminder, I have a new book out. It's all about anxiety. If anxiety is a problem in your life, um, let me see if I can put that up for you there. It's called Anxiety Lied to Me. And uh, if you want more information, go to my other website, craigback.com. Thanks for watching. See you soon.